This episode of Biscuits and Jam is presented by Boar's Head. Hey everyone, it's Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. We'll be back with actress and singer Chrissy Metz on October 18th. But in the meantime, I wanted to share a special episode from 2021 with the legendary Loretta Lynn, who just passed away last week at the age of 90. Few artists have left a bigger mark on country music, and few interviews were as memorable for me as this one. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Welcome to a very special edition of Biscuits and Jam from Southern Living. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living Magazine. Today's guest came from humble beginnings, but now she's known as country music royalty. And for the better part of her 60 plus years in the music industry, she's always dressed for the occasion. I never had clothes like that before, you know. Now that I can afford them, you bet I wear them. And uh, everybody talks about me wearing them. Uh, is she gonna wear them big old gowns again? You damn right I'm gonna wear them big gowns. I love them. Nominated for 18 Grammys over her career and inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1988, Loretta Lynn is the most awarded female country artist of all time. Born and raised in Butcher Holler, Kentucky, and a songwriter since childhood, her hits like This City and You Ain't Woman Enough have become anthems for every generation that's followed. Her new album, Still Woman Enough, Loretta's 50th studio record overall, finds this queen of country duetting with some lifetime friends and fellow stars like Tanya Tucker, Carrie Underwood, Reba McIntyre, and Margot Price. On today's show, Loretta tells me how she wrote Coal Miner's Daughter, her most recognized song and a cornerstone of American music. Coal Miner's Daughter, I sat down on the back porch of the old home place and just looked up the hill and started, well, I was born to Coal Miner's Daughter. And I wrote the song. It's like writing a poem and, you know, it's no big deal. When you're hungry, you can find that you can do a lot of things that you didn't know you could do. Plus Cathead Biscuits, the secret to Loretta's cornbread, and much more today on Biscuits and Jam. Well, Loretta Lynn, uh, it is an honor to have you on Biscuits and Jam. <laughs> I love biscuits and blackberry jam. <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> I think everybody does. Well, this is a Southern Living podcast. So, of course, I want to ask you about cooking. And I'm wondering, did your mom teach you how to cook? Well, mommy did the best she could with what she had. She didn't have much. She uh, taught me how to cook beans and fried potatoes. What were some of her specialties? Anything mommy fixed was good. I just loved her cooking. Well, whatever she made, she must have made a lot of it with uh, eight kids. Eight kids and ten with uh, her and daddy, you know. Right. Oh, the table was full. But nobody made a move. Nobody talked. Daddy laid down the law at the table, you know. And uh, uh, Jay Lee, he was a little tiny thing when he was babying. So Daddy always had him in his lap at the table. Daddy fed him, you know. So Daddy had him in his lap, feed him, and he said he wanted some bean soup. 
So Daddy was taking, giving him some bean soup in his plate. I'll never forget this. And one bean fell off into the plate. And Daddy said, oh, my God. And Jay Lee said, oh, that's all right, Daddy. Maybe one bean won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wrote a book called You're Cooking at Country. And you said in that book, I'm not a pretty cook, but my cooking tastes better than it looks. Is that still true? That's right. I'm not a pretty cook. I just cook. Well, your daughter, Patsy, once said that some of your best creations come from your mistakes. Oh, mercy. Well, I didn't make too many mistakes because I didn't have the food to do that with. Right. Didn't dare make mistakes. Well, baking has always been a part of your story. And you met your husband through a pie contest. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. But uh, uh, baking cornbread was one of my favorite things. What's the secret to a good cornbread? Cornmeal. <laughs> <laughs> and Crisco, I imagine you used to be a spokeswoman for Crisco for a long time. Right on. What are some other things you love to bake? Everything there is to bake. I, I, I did it, you know. Biscuits, cornbread, uh I bake cake. I can cook anything. Well, Miss Loretta, I read in your cookbook uh, that your husband, Do, made uh, excellent biscuits. Was he a good cook? Do was a better cook than I was. He was a great cook. The babies always wanted him to make the biscuits for him because he called them cathead biscuits. Don't ask me why he did that, because they were just biscuits. <laughs> but he called them cathead biscuits, and they loved them. Well, I'm guessing they were pretty big if they were cathead biscuits. Did he like to make them big? Yeah, he made a pretty big biscuit. Made them bigger than I did. Well, Loretta, I wanted to ask you about the holidays. And I know family has always been so important to you. And I'm wondering how y'all celebrate the holidays. You know, we didn't celebrate the holidays, honey. We didn't have a lot of food. And we didn't we didn't have enough food to try to celebrate things, you know. We just cooked what we had and, and was happy to get to what we had. And uh, that's the way it was. And when you celebrate the holidays now, how do you like to do that? Do y'all sing um, when y'all get together for Christmas? Oh, yeah, we'll sing. Not at the table, though. We're very quiet at the table. But when dinner's over with, we, we do what we want to. We sing. We, we have a good time. Is there a favorite song that y'all like to sing together around Christmas time? I once heard you say that you loved uh, White Christmas. Oh, I do. I love being Cosby's. Singing White Christmas. I loved him. And he was a great singer. We would have a good time uh, singing, and, and we, made, we made Mary the best way we could. You know, we ran a great picture of you in one of your ball gowns about a year ago, and I'm wondering if you still like to wear those on special occasions. Oh, I wear them on all my shows. I never had clothes like that before, you know. I never... Mm -hmm. So... Uh, now that I can afford them, I, 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 and Tim makes them, you bet I wear them. And uh, everybody talks about me wearing them. Uh, is she going to wear them big old gowns again? you damn right I'm going to wear them big gowns. 
and uh, I love them. Well, we love them, and I just love that picture of you that we ran, and, and everyone here loved it, and our readers well, loved you, it. Uh, it. They're just beautiful. Well, I appreciate <laughs> the readers loving them, too. Thank you all out there. ask you about songwriting um you've been a songwriter for most of your life and you've written some of the best songs of all time and i'm wondering if you can tell me how you sit down and write a song to write a song i write about me a lot you know and coal miner's daughter i sat down on the back porch of the old home place and just looked up the hill and started well i was born to coal miner's daughter and I wrote the song. It's like writing a poem, and you know, it's no big deal. When you're hungry, you can find that you can do a lot of things that you didn't know you could do. Mm-hmm. Does it start with the words, or do you have to pick it out on a guitar? No, it starts with the words. Well, I was born to coal miner's daughter. How could you start it out any better than that? Uh, you cannot. Well, I. In a cabin on a hill in Butcher Holler We were poor but we had love That's the one thing that Daddy made sure of He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar We'll continue with the great Loretta Lynn after the break. This episode of Biscuits and Jam from Southern Living is presented by Boar's Head. Introducing Sweet Bee's Honey Barbecue Glazed Chicken, a new classic flavor available only from Boar's Head that brings the celebrated traditions, signature flavors, and iconic taste of sweet honey barbecue to your local deli. Inspired by famous barbecue joints and the aficionados who know the reward is worth the wait, comes an authentic experience that can only be from Boar's Head. Made with premium ingredients, this slow-roasted chicken is delightfully sweet with notes of honey and perfectly balanced with savory hints of hickory smoke. Honey drizzled and barbecue sizzled. Ask for freshly sliced Sweet Bee's Honey Barbecue Chicken during your next visit to the deli counter. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Biscuits and Jam from Southern Living. I'm Sid Evans, and we're talking with the incomparable Loretta Lynn. And did your mother sing to you when you were little? My mother taught me how to sing. My mother taught me the songs that I sang. Uh, And I'd go to school and sing them as soon as she'd teach me one. The Great Titanic and all these songs, Mommy taught me how to sing them, and I would sing them. Loretta, I've always been a big fan of 
Jack White, and you worked with him on that fantastic album, Van Leer Rose. Can you tell me about the first time you met Jack White? It seems like I've known him all my life, but I've not, you know. But me and Jack really work good together. I love Jack White. And Jack loves me, and we work so good together, we, we don't even have to talk. We just look at one another to know what the others are going to say. And that's how we work. <laughs> are y'all still in touch? Oh, yeah. Not as much as I would like. I, I need to be with him more often. Uh, so we're going to get together some more, and we're going to write a lot together. Well, one of your songs together, Portland, Oregon, won a Grammy for Best Country Collaboration. So that's great news for everybody that there may be more to come from you two. Well, thank you. I want to ask you about your new album. You just released your 50th studio album called Still Woman Enough. And congratulations on that. I'm trying to fool everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Well, you have some wonderful collaborations on there with Reba McIntyre and Carrie Underwood and Margot Price and Tanya Tucker. Why did you want to bring in so many voices on this album? Well, these are all my girlfriends, and I love them all. You know, I love these girls. And if they ever need me for anything, all they have to do is, is holler. And because that's all I had to do, you know. And I love these girls. I love them with all my heart. What did some of them say when you asked them if, if they would be on your album? You know, they never turned me down. They just said yes. And that was... So it was great. It was great. I know they were very honored to get that phone call. Well, they worked hard, you know, and, and I, I sure appreciate that, and I love them, everyone. I'll do anything for them that they need me to do, so all they have to do is holler at me. I want to ask you about uh, a song called One's on the Way that you did with Margot Price. And it sounds like a really sweet song, but it's also kind of got an edge to it. And I'm wondering, why did you want to bring this song back right now? Oh, it's always a good one, ain't it? It sure is. Somebody's got one on the way all the time. Well, you had seven brothers and sisters, so your mom had one on the way for a long time. She had eight kids. I mean, she was, she was the best mother in the world. Loretta, could you just sing a little verse of that song, One's on the Way? They say to have her hair done, Liz flies all the way to France. And somebody's in the discotheque doing it. Jackie's in the discotheque doing a brand new dance. And the White House social season should be glittering and gay. But here in Topeka, the rain is a-falling. The faucet is a-dripping and the kids are a-balling. One of them is toddling and one is squalling. And one's on the way. I'm glad the Rockwell Wells just signed a million-dollar pack. Debbie's out in Vegas working up a brand new act While the TV's showing newlyweds A real fun game to play Here in Topeka the 
doors are banging, the coffee's boiling over, and the wash needs a hanging. One wants a cookie, and one wants a changing, and one's on the way. Oh, it's just such a great song. Thank you. Loretta, you wrote You Ain't Woman Enough back in 1965, and now you're back with a terrific version with Tanya Tucker. Can you tell me a little bit about your friendship with Tanya over the years? This girl, we've been together all ever since she's been singing. She came to see me when she was a little tiny girl. Come out to see me sing when I was doing You Ain't Woman Enough in a place down in Georgia. And uh, we've been together ever since. I love I love Tanya. She's a, got a heart as big as anybody that I could guess. I'll tell you, she's a great little girl, and I love Tanya Tucker. She's my girl. Loretta, you've broken so many barriers in country music over the last 50 years. What are some of your hopes for the future of country music? I'm just hoping I do as good uh, as I have. I do as good coming up. I always want to do good, and I always want to break barriers. Well, you are certainly breaking one with this album, and to have your 50th album coming out is just a really incredible achievement. You've been such an inspiration to so many artists, and especially women. Who were some of the women that really inspired you as an artist? Well, you know, Patsy and Katie Wills, and uh, there wasn't that many women singing when I started. Right, it was mostly men. Yeah, it was all men, but we showed them. What are some of the things that Patsy Cline taught you? Well, she gave me clothes and showed me how to wear them. Patsy was so good to me. She uh, gave me food. She made curtains for my house. Uh, Patsy was one in a million. That's about all I can say. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you must miss her every day. I do miss her every day, and I love her much. I love her so much. Well, Loretta, you're someone who's been through some tough times in your life, and you've written a lot of songs about resilience and endurance and toughness. And I'm wondering what you would say to people who are going through tough times now after the last year that we've all been through. Keep on going, girls. Keep uh, doing it and keep doing it as good as you can, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be great. Well, I hope you'll keep doing it and doing it as good as you can, too. I will. Thank you. Well, Loretta Lynn, it has been a great honor to have you on Biscuits and Jam. Thank you very much. If you ever need me again, I'll holler. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Loretta Lynn. Southern Living is based in Birmingham, Alabama. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And we would love your feedback. You can rate this podcast and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Make sure to come back here next Tuesday for my conversation with the author, actress, and singer, Chrissy Metz.